your Locked On Hurricanes, your daily podcast on the Carolina Hurricanes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, hockey fans. I am Jared Ellis, your host of Locked On Hurricanes on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar on the market. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKED15, that's L-O-C-K-E-D 15, and you'll get 15% off your next order. And as always, you can find the show on Twitter at LO underscore Hurricanes, on Facebook at Locked on Hurricanes Podcast, and you can find myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96, and on the new Locker Room app, also at Jared Ellis underscore 96. In today's episode, folks, we will be taking a quick look at Saturday's overtime thriller against the Columbus Blue Jackets and then previewing tonight's game against the Chicago Blackhawks. And then, as always, as we do after every Hurricanes game, we will take a look at the standings in the Central Division and around the league as a whole. Um, So getting on into uh, Saturday's game against the Blue Jackets, Uh, I was at the game, first off. Great time, obviously. Um which is why I wanted to talk about it, because it was such a good time. Um, I had a headache for a while afterwards uh, because of all the yelling and whatnot I did. Uh, but it was definitely an overtime thriller, of course. Um, the uh, Blue Jackets, um, they really played like a team with nothing left to news. They're well out of the playoff race. They're in last place in the division. Like, screw it. We're just going to go out and spoil the Hurricanes' good time. Um and that's how they played. They played the Hurricanes very, very tough. Um, tougher than I expect them to, really. Um, but, again, they played like a team with nothing left to lose. They did. Um, it turned into a really a real goalie battle. Um, obviously, Columbus struck first in that game in the first period with Max Domi uh, getting a good wrister past uh, Alex Nedeljkovich. Um, crowd really uh, didn't like that one with uh, it being Max Domi because he's obviously not well-liked really by anyone. Even, heck, there's even Columbus fans that don't like him. Uh, but yeah, he put you know, Columbus up early. It was three minutes into the first period. Um, but Ned ended up standing tall uh, throughout the rest of the period. Um, and made some really big saves. Um, Jacob Slavin made a fantastic save as well um, to prevent the Blue Jackets from going up to nothing. Um, that's definitely a highlight where you you got to see it to believe it. Uh, he definitely pulled out some of his old goalie tricks from when he was a kid uh, to block that shot. Um, and then Tavo Teravine unleashed a rocket. Um late in the uh first period to tie it up um kind of wondering like dude are you still sick because that's a goal two games in a row for him uh and he's obviously one that you doesn't uh shoot the puck very often obviously you talked about that uh many times uh here on the show uh but he's uh was able to tie it up for the Hurricanes, um, and then you know we went in the second, third period. You know, no goals by either. Um, again, like I said, is real goalie battle between Nedeljkovic and uh, Merzlinkis. Ah, that's a tough one to say sometimes. Uh, but 
I will say one criticism I had with the Hurricanes here before we get on into overtime was they were just passing too much. They were. They were passing up some really golden uh, scoring opportunities, and they probably could have won this in regulation had they not passed up uh, some of these opportunities. And that is definitely frustrating because, you know, you could hear you know, the fans around you like, shoot it, shoot it. Uh, come on. You know, you're passing up awesome opportunities. I've you know, made that criticism with the team before, them just passing too much. Um, like, look, if you have a shot, take it. I don't think your teammates and your coaches are going to be mad if you score a goal rather than make one extra pass, okay? Um, so that was one real criticism that I had with the Hurricanes in this game was just them passing way too much. Um, and just, again, like I said, passing up golden opportunities. Uh, Tavo did it several times. Svetch did it several times. Uh, but it was very frustrating for sure. But then, you know, we got into overtime uh, and – you know, both teams you know, stood tall you know for the majority of overtime too uh it was crazy um you know i was really thinking this thing was gonna go to shutout and then uh in the less than a minute left in overtime ned dumped it out um and dougie ended up getting a hold of it and he went down uh forehand backhand forehand backhand shot it game winner uh that that was it um Crowd absolutely erupted because we're all thinking, oh, God, this is going to go shootout. And we, we have faith in Ned, yeah, in that situation. We're like, oh, man, it's going to go to shootout. But Dougie got it done. Um, and then, you know, the team just mobbed uh, Ned after that because that was his first career NHL point um, on that assist. And he had a fantastic game and continues to make his case for the Calder Trophy, and to an extent, even though some people have, uh, I guess you would say, you know, disagreed uh, with me, to put it politely, uh, in the Vesna conversation as well, because he is having a ridiculously good season. Um, and then, you know, Tavo, you know, ended up receiving the third star of the game. No uh, surprise there. Um, he got the tying goal for us. And has continued to impress in his time back. Um, though he really didn't go out on the ice, which was weird. Like, are you okay, dude? Are, are, are you still sick? Uh, and then Ned uh, surprisingly got the second star. I honestly thought he was going to get the first star. Um, but I'm not complaining. Um, you know, that Dougie ended up getting the first star of the game. You know, getting the game-winning goal in overtime. No surprise there. Um, and as has kind of become tradition for the Hurricanes. Uh, when they went at home, uh, the crowd obviously chanted, you know, Dougie's name, um, as they do kind of with every first star uh, now. But you love to see that. And Dougie he obviously had a massive grin on his face as you know, uh, the fans were chanting his name as I was, you know, making my headache even worse there. Uh, but it was very uh, fun game um, for the Hurricanes. Uh, stressful game. Uh the Hurricanes really dominated on face-off in this game, which is really no surprise. Um, but I will say one thing in this game, you know, good thing and bad thing, uh, there weren't really many power play opportunities for either team. The Hurricanes only had one power play opportunity, and Columbus had two. So it, it's definitely one thing where I'm like, okay, you know, neither, neither side is really getting any calls. Um, really the only one that was frustrating was uh the delay of game on Warren Fogle where it's really questionable call and it 
which ended up leaving to a long, long, long five-on-three opportunity for Columbus. But the Hurricanes were able to capitalize, um, or not capitalize, kill it off. And I will say, whenever it got killed off, the crowd there just erupted. Um, and yeah, it's limited capacity. But that was one where it it didn't feel like yeah, it was limited capacity. That was one that felt like it was a full house. Um, but the Hurricanes, you know, they end up pulling it out. Like I said, Columbus, they played like a team with nothing left to lose. They're just there to spoil the Hurricanes' uh, good time. But the Hurricanes end up prevailing and showing why they're first in the division and first in the league. Um, but now, you know, looking ahead to tonight, you know, they're taking on the Chicago Blackhawks, another team with not a whole lot left to play for, really. But we will talk about that in just a second, folks, because first I want to tell you about one of today's sponsors, and that is Wealthfront. Stonks, memes, rocket ships, day trading can be a lot of fun, folks. But if you want to grow your long-term wealth and make it to the moon, you should open up a Wealthfront investment account today. Wealthfront can create a portfolio of globally diversified, low-cost index funds personalized just for you in minutes. No manual trades, no picking stocks, no watching the stock market every day. They automatically handle all the investing based on your preferences you control. Wealthfront can even help lower your taxes you pay as you invest. For the average client, their tax loss harvesting can more than cover the low annual 0.25% adversary fee. Best of all, it's all automatic as well. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion of assets, and you can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNHL. All you need is $500 to get started. Grow your wealth the easy way and let Wealthfront do the work for you. To get your first $5,000 managed for free, go to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNHL. That's W. E A L T H F R O N T dot com slash locked on NHL to start growing your savings. Go to wealthfront.com slash locked on NHL to get started today. Now, looking ahead to tonight's game against Chicago, um, the Hurricanes are doing really well for themselves now. That's obviously no secret, but the Chicago Blackhawks have you know, been on a little bit of a skid, you know, they were very much, you know, in playoff contention, uh, for quite a while, but they have kind of fallen off, and frankly, I don't really see them getting there, um, now, they had been, you know, looking like they could for a while, but really not anymore, so they're almost, you know, in the same boat as Columbus, though, you know, Chicago technically isn't uh, eliminated from contention. I really don't see them making it past Nashville and Dallas. So I kind of feel they're going to be in the same boat as Columbus was. They're just kind of here to spoil the Hurricanes' good time. Um, because, you know, as of right now, you know, the Chicago Blackhawks are 22-23-6 on the season with 50 points and 1-3-1 and with three points in their last five games. Um, so they're not doing all that great now they had started off really really hot this season um and really looking like a legitimate playoff contender um even after their organization publicly came out and said they were rebuilding um but you know the hurricanes you know they've been uh 
They've really been playing the Hurricanes hard this year, which is good on the Blackhawks. I would say you know, going into the season, really didn't have high hopes for them, but they have proven a lot of people wrong. Um, I don't want to take that away from them. Um, and they do have some really big threats um, you know, on their team. You obviously have Patrick King. You can never you know, uh, ignore him out in the ice. He's always a threat to score. Um, and... Kubalik has had three goals in the last five games um, for the Blackhawks, which, you know, if he's, you know, a hot set of hands right now, you obviously got to look out for him. It doesn't really matter, you know, where he is in the lineup and what his name is. I mean, you look at uh, Brock McGinn earlier in the season, you know, he's really not, you know, one that goes out and throws uh, pucks in the back of the net all the time. But yeah, he went through that uh, stint, you know, where he was scoring left, right, and center. Um, and then, Devin Dabrinkin as well, you know, just being a guy that's really played really well this season against the Hurricanes. Um, and then Malcolm Supan is getting the start in net tonight for um, the Blackhawks. You know, looking ahead, you know, I had, you know, had thought, you know, um, Kevin Lankinen was going to get the start tonight, uh, but I did not realize that he was on the scratched list uh for the Blackhawks tonight um but yeah him and Subban both you know have been you know kind of tip for tat this season so obviously the Blackhawks are going to be a uh threat to beat the Hurricanes you know they have like I said you know played them really tough all season um and they're getting to the point where they got nothing left to play for so you are going to have to look out for them, but you know, the Hurricanes are, of course, a very, very stacked team right now. They are, of course, you know, looking to have Jesper Faust back in the lineup um, tonight. That's probably going to be more of a game-time decision. He is projected on the lineup for tonight, but again, we'll kind of see how that goes. The Hurricanes have obviously proved me wrong already this season, you know, when it comes to the lineup, you know, being the game-time decisions. But as uh, where we stand right now, um, first line, you're looking to have that SAT line there. You know, no surprise there. They're fantastic. Um, and then on the second line, you're having, you know, Nino Niederreiter, Vincent Trocek, and Martin Natchez. Great line there as well. Um, third line, Warren Fogel, Jordan Stahl, and Jesper Foss. Obviously, Jesper Foss is kind of penciled in there, but, you know, we'll see how that goes. Um the stall line also looked really, really good in that Columbus game as well. Um, and then on the fourth line, you have Max McCormick uh, making his return to the lineup. Um, Steven Lorenz, Morgan Geeky as well there on that fourth line. So, though I have had my criticisms with that fourth line, they have been playing really well as of late. Um, and then on the defensive side of things, Really no surprises here as well. Uh, well, actually, one surprise, uh, so, but we'll get to that in a second. Uh, on the first pairing, no surprises here. Jacob Slavin, Dougie Hamilton. Um, then this is where the surprise comes in. Honestly, it's Jake Bean on the second pairing alongside of Brett Pesci. Uh, that one's definitely a little eyebrow-raising. I don't hate it um, because, you know, obviously, you uh, Pairings get changed around you know, throughout the game. You know, we know how Rod does. But that puts Brady Shea down on the third pairing with Yanni Hockenpah. Um, obviously, the Hurricanes have an extremely deep uh, defensive core there. So, you know, I'm kind of fine wherever you know these guys ended up. But, you know, Jake Bean had been on that uh, third pairing with Yanni for a hot minute. And, you know, I've kind of figured, you know, they'd probably stick together. You know, they built up some chemistry. But, you know, we'll see how this goes um, as well. And then 
on the goalie side of things, Alex Ndelkovic is projected to get the start tonight as well. Um, and Jake Gardner is scratched yet again. Um, and then with Ned getting his start tonight, you know, should he play for 30 minutes or more, he will retain his restricted free agent status at the end of the season, which is really big for the Hurricanes. Um, because I honestly feel like he may be the guy, you know, next year. Um, with Peter and James both being UFA. So we'll see how things go uh, with him. He has been uh, really, really uh, hot for the Hurricanes this year. Uh, no surprises there. You obviously know that. Um, I've talked to you to death about that stuff as well. So that's really big for the Hurricanes um, as well with him and then I think he's really going to be riding that high as well of just how well he's been playing as of late so really no complaints there with the Hurricanes lab just that one little uh, eyebrow raising thing there now more teams have clinched their ticket uh to the postseason we will talk about those in just a second folks because first I do want to tell you guys about the greatest uh, protein bar in the absolute world and that is of course a built bar built bar is like i just said the best tasting protein bar ever and they have 18 amazing flavors um, with new stuff coming in and out of the lineup all the time and all bars are covered in 100 percent chocolate and are soft and easy to chew built bars are great for the health conscious individual as they are low calorie low sugar high protein and high fiber they are also great for keto diets so built bars are a great way to lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat and right now when you go to builtbar.com and use promo code locked 15 you'll get 15 percent off your next order when you use promo code locked 15 for 15 percent off at builtbar.com and with the playoffs right around the corner, guys, I know you guys are going to be placing your bets on who you think is going to win the Stanley Cup. And there is only one place that we trust to do that. And that is, of course, betonline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports actions. Baseball is in full swing. And you can track all the action at BetOnline. Get all of the news you need, um, along with odds and info for all of your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all of your UFC slash MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check on all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get in the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use promo code LOCKED ON. That's a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use promo code LOCKED ON. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. And get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Pukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, folks, um, as I mentioned, yeah, other teams have now clinched their tickets to the playoffs. It's really shaping up um, before... We know it. It'll be here. Uh, and it's crazy to think that, you know, just a couple of weeks away. Um, and right now, um, the Central Division has yeah, really no change. You know, just uh, point totals. Um, 
Well, actually, there has been one change now. Uh, the Hurricanes are still atop the division you know, with uh, 75 total points. Tampa has now taken the second spot over Florida um, as they are now there with a 35-14-3 record with 73 total points. Florida is right on their tail uh, with a 34-14-5 record and 73 points. And Nashville is still holding on to that fourth spot. Um, they are at a 28-22-2 record with 58 total points. Um, doesn't matter, you know, how far of a lead they have on Dallas, you know, because if they got it, they got it. Um, but again, Dallas is right on their tail as well with a 21-17-13 record and 55 total points. So they're right there in the mix, um, and they very well could take out Nashville um, and get that fourth spot. Um, but you know, Nashville—they're—they're they're hanging on. They're hanging on. Um, and now, you know, looking over to the East Division, Pittsburgh um, has retaken the first spot um, in the East Division with a 34, 15, and three record and 71 total points. Washington is now in second with a 32, 14, and five record and 69 total points. And then third spot in the East is the New York Islanders with a 31, 15, and 5 record and 67 points. And the Boston Bruins are still sitting in fourth place with a 30, 14, and 6 record and 66 points. So yeah, you could see some uh, changes, you know, um, obviously in the three and fourth spot. Maybe, you know, New York to t could overtake Washington in the second spot, but I don't see that happening. I think really the only changes we'd see in the East Division is with uh, Boston and New York. Um, and then looking out in the North Division, no changes there either. You know, I kind of said, you know, that line, or uh, that those rankings there is kind of going to be what we're going to get there. Toronto is still the only team that has clinched their playoff berth in the North Division. Um, them being... The only one, like I said, with a 33-13-5 record and 71 total points. They definitely have a nice gap between them and the second place Edmonton Oilers, you know, who are there with a 30-17-2 record and 62 total points. Followed by Winnipeg at 27-20-3 with 57 points. And then the Montreal Canadiens are still there in fourth with a 23-18-9 record and 55 total points. Um... So really no surprises there at all. Um, again, that's going to be what what we're going to get there, honestly. The only question is, like, when are these teams even going to clinch? Um, and then in the West Division, still, it's just Vegas, Colorado, and Minnesota that have clinched. Um, Vegas still sits atop with 36, 12, and 2 record and 74 points. Colorado is in second with a 33, 12, and 4 record and 70 points. Minnesota still in third. You know, they very well could overtake Colorado, but I don't see that happening. Uh, there are a 32-14-4 record and 68 points. And the St. Louis Blues are still holding on to that fourth spot um, at a 23-19-7 record and 53 points. Um, and then you do still have to mention, you know, Arizona because they are just behind St. Louis at a 22-24-6 record and 50 points. Um, so, uh, they're kind of they're still in the mix, uh, but you know ultimately I do think St. Louis is going to come out at the end of the day um, with that fourth spot. Um, and then you look at the league; the Hurricanes are still first in the NHL. Obviously, Vegas is right on their tail. You know, in second, then you have Tampa, Florida, Toronto, Pittsburgh, Colorado, 
Washington, Minnesota, and New York Islanders rounding out the rest of the top 10. So the Hurricanes are still uh, the front runners for the President's Trophy. Um, but, you know, one thing I do want to mention about that is following uh, Saturday's game against Columbus, uh, Rod was asked about that in a press conference. And I think, you know, his response was really funny. You know, he called it uh, <laughs> the most irrelevant um trophy because you know you don't play to win that you, know, you play to win the stanley cup you know if it falls in a lap great uh but that's not why they're here so i thought that was pretty funny you know, he obviously isn't one to buy into president's trophy curse um there have been teams that obviously have fell victim to that alleged curse um but there have obviously been teams that have overcome it as well so We'll see how things go. I, I just wanted to mention that response. I did think it was uh, pretty funny. So we'll see how it goes. You know, the Hurricanes, um, you know, they have a few games left, but the playoffs will be here before we know it. Um, and they're, you know, riding high really right now on the return of Tavo Teravainen. Ned's fantastic play. Hopefully we can see Jesper uh, make his lineup, make his return to the lineup tonight. Uh, but that will likely be a game time decision. So we will see at 7.30 p.m. tonight. Uh, but until then, enjoy the rest of your day, folks. Enjoy the game tonight. And don't forget to follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Hurricanes. Follow myself at Jared Ellis underscore 96. And also on the Locker Room app, also at Jared Ellis underscore 96, as I will be going live later this week. And you guys have a great rest of your day. Peace.